If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The search. I'm in the zone. Stay in your face. I like it. I'm going to stay in your face. Face. Wow. Sure. Short and sweet this week. Short and sweet this week. Short and sweet this week. And that was actually a direct um, call-in quote that they wanted me to give y'all. And that came from the coalition of KN95 masks and uh, surgical masks and um, face masks, even a couple hair masks, maybe a clay mask, a ski mask, a mask, period. I don't give a fuck what Tucker Carlson said on Fox News. Wear a mask, like Andrew Caldwell said. That's what y'all need to do. And that right there was the mask talking to y'all. The mask said, they gonna stay in your face. They gonna stay on your face. That's what the mask said, okay? I know y'all seen that clip from Fox News with Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson, okay? Which is, what a, what a, what a ugly name for an ugly soul person. But he was telling people to jump on motherfuckers and and take it off the face of people's children when you see them wearing masks. Wait, yeah, what? He, I he missed said this. All that. Yes, what you heard it. Yeah. Well, of course, because, girl, it was on rotten-ass Fox News, so I know you ain't see it. Yeah, no. But, yes, he said that shit. And, and everybody was like, please, you know, get your ass whipped coming up to me with trying to take my mask off when you see me, Fox News watcher. Please, <laughs> please get your ass kicked taking my mask down. So, on behalf of the Mask Coalition of the World, they're going to stay in your face. They're going to stay in your face. (laughs) And with that being said, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and public health this week, okay? Uh, Because who in the hell wants a musky brain or a COVID-ass face? I know I don't. (laughs) Hey, friend, how you doing? Hi, guys. How are y'all doing today? Doing feeling good, good. Doing feeling good. great. Yay! So feeling great, feeling good. How about right? you? So. I'm super good. I, you see, I'm have a different background. You looking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking I'm like you're styling in, on them. Right, I'm out in Portland, Oregon, here for the week doing some research. <laughs> but mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into this week's black business, shall we? So yeah, let's do that. See, Euphoria Eats reached out to us. It's EuphoriaEatsCo.com. That's E U P H O R I A E A T S C O.com. Why is Asante so excited? 
Because I think I know we what this is. <laughs> well, I love the show. So oh, why the food got to be on jam? So this I is, just want to know, did you try? This is <laughs> hemp-infused barbecue sauce and hot sauce from Louisiana, y'all. Mm-hmm. So although... Hemp, do it get you high? Because I be seeing, like, lotion with hemp and shit in it. Well, no, like, this is... So, of course, I, I went to um, WebMD, and it says, although the hemp and cannabis plant belong to the same plant family, um, cannabis sativa, they're two different plants and have different compositions. The most notable difference being the THC. So, which, you know, is the psychoactive portion of the cannabis plant. And uh, hemp does, does not exceed 0.3%. So it's used more for its medicinal properties than like getting high. So you won't really feel yeah. it. It gets you relaxed, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I looked it up, and the benefits of hemp uh, it reduces inflammation in the body, which is awesome. Yes. Regulates metabolism, um, mm. helps support healthy cholesterol levels. It helps with natural pain relief as well, and helps lower blood pressure. That's just a few of the benefits that WebMD had to offer about you know, taking in hemp in the body. So I thought that's pretty cool that, you know, a hemp infused barbecue sauce <laughs> and and hot sauce from Louisiana could also provide all of those benefits. So euphoriaeats.co. And apparently the creator is a, a vet too from the Iraqi war. So I'm, I'm glad that oh, wow. we can support, yeah, someone who served, yeah. F- served for our country. Um, awesome. I thought you mean a dog doctor. He said he was a vet. <laughs> He's a dog, a dog doctor. doctor. <laughs> That's what I thought, I thought you meant. A dog doctor. Okay. So thank you to you. We should name a the episode. A goddamn dog that. doctor. That's the name dog of the episode doctor. already. A dog doctor. I thought it was already. a dog doctor, y'all. She said he was a vet. I said, Shout out to Euphoria Eats. Doing so, work. Once again, that's Euphoria Eats at euphoriaeatsco.com. And just because I looked up the site, obviously, and they have a, a Bayou Glaze, an original hot that sauce. That good. Yeah, the Bayou Glaze is like a sweet barbecue sauce. They have an original hot sauce. It's Louisiana Heat. And then they mm-hmm. have... Uh, New Orleans Nights, which is a spicy barbecue sauce. And this is what they look like for those who are watching us. So they, it's and really they're cute. stylishly uh, packaged. Yeah, yeah, it's actually like really legit packaging too. So definitely something to check out. And thank you for reaching out to us, you for it eats. I definitely they also offered to send us um some bottles, so We'll definitely get those Thank you. right? Thank, Thank you. I'm going to get some. I'm going to have to get mine because, <laughs> you know, a little sauce and it's spicy too. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm not really, hip. I don't really eat spicy, like hot Louisiana stuff. I'm so sensitive to it. Jade always makes fun of me because it could be the littlest spice and I'd be like coughing and burning. For some reason, I don't know, I'm too sensitive to it. But You ever watch Hot Ones? I love that show. It's so funny. I, like I like my stuff that type of really? spicy. Like watching people. Look at I Dustin. love. Dustin's cl- are you cleaning I was just adjusting your my damn. I was adjusting my mic. Like my mic stand was falling. I was like, damn. My mic was Alicia Keys. It keep on falling. I'm like, damn. Don't don't you dare. Don't you shit any damn way. Yeah, I love. I want the Louisiana heat. It sound like a like a. You know what it sounds like. I'm so jealous. Louisiana of heat. Yeah, the hot ones. Shit, I Creole, would be Creole kicked off by the you. first wing <laughs> on hot ones. Oh, yeah. 
way too love much. Love that. Me. Love um, that. But let's uh, jump into. Thank you, Euphoria. <clears throat> yes, thank you, Euphoria. We'll definitely um, reach out to you with our addresses soon. Um, <laughs> last week's episode titled "Get Good with Money" featuring the Budgetista. We had New York All Times right. best-selling author and financial expert Tiffany Alice to help us get good with money. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? Shout out to everybody who sent out emails. Uh, don't forget, you can always email us at the friends on loudspeakersnetwork.com. Uh, the subject here is money, money, money. Now, the sender's name says another one, but then they put their name at the end. So I'm just going to call you another one. So another one writes in. First of all, this has probably been one of my favorite episodes Yay. since I've started listening last year. Ooh. Secondly, shout out to the Budget Nista for not only being a dope black woman, but for also being a dope black woman and putting us on game that the white man has been keeping for years. Period. I normally stay away <laughs> from financial advice because it's never one size fits all. And a lot of so-called financial advisors are just condescending assholes trying to push their methods on others. I'm graduating college and at the end of the month. So the knowledge that she dropped on this episode can only help me in the near future. So again, thank you all for being great. Aww. Thank you all and keep being great. Excuse me. And new regular, another one. So thank you. Another one for that. Uh, it was great having Tiffany last week. I, I told her when we first got these books, I was like, this needs to be in the damn school system. Like so the districts need to put that. this on the list. Because, you know, we grew up uh, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad or whatever the fuck that shit was. And they're throwing too many things at you. But she wanted financial wholeness. And she has achieved that. That is why she is best selling on all the lists two times on New York Times. So shout out to Tiffany Budgenista for coming last week. And shout out to you, another one, for writing in. Friend, what did you find out there in those screets? No, screets. And honestly, a lot of people uh, wrote in saying that, that it should be required reading in college, which I think would be For awesome. sure. Can you imagine? Because you should be taught these things. Even high school, really. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you had mm -hmm. been, if there was like a financial literacy <clears throat> course that was like a requirement to graduate, how different would people yeah. move with their money moves? You know, like, I wish, but, you know, the world that is... That TLC been... song never would have came out. <laughs> no scrubs. Wouldn't have been none. Everybody would have had some money in their pocket. <laughs> okay, been in my own damn car. <laughs> not in the passenger seat. So yeah. I actually tapped into the Twitter streets this week. And oh, come on back, girl. Right? Come on down. You want to come on down? <clears throat> come on down. So Tony, <laughs> Tony Smell Logic. I hope I'm saying your name right. Smell Logic. S-M-A-L-A-G-I-C. Smell Logic. Smell Logic. Girl, that's a bot. That sounds like a bot. No, it's you not. You sure you're Girl, that's a goddamn bot. bot. It's not, I promise, because I'm familiar with That's why with we can't get face. none on the sneakers app right there. <laughs> I'm familiar with their face, so I know this person. So they said, even if I don't okay. read it, which I will, I just, <laughs> just based on how much I've learned from the Budgetista about finances over the, over the few episodes on Friends on Pod that she's been on, this deserves my money just as a thank you. Um, mm. she said, he says, jumped my credit 300 points in a year from listening to her. What? <laughs> wow. 300. Do you know how big of a jump that is in one year? Mine jumps Change 10 points and I'd be souped. So I can't imagine. So thank okay. you, Tony, for that testament. And shout out to you, Bajanista, because you're really out here changing lives. Dustin, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? Got a couple of good ones for you, and they happen to be from people that I know this week. Mm -hmm. So the first one, shout out to my friend Ryan at Right Like Ryan. Hey, my home. Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Hi, Ryan. 
the one and only. Love you, bro. All right, so Ryan posted uh, a tweet that says, well, he accompanied his tweet with a gift of a white woman tearing up a house. Okay, I'm going to show y'all this since I know y'all can see it. You see her tearing the house up. She her. It looked like, and it's so funny because she got on a white suit, like a pantsuit, like what Bernadine had on sort of in Waiting to Exhale, but it's a white woman. So I said, well, is this the, the story of the bitch she slapped in the office? Or what is it? The anyway. Too. So wow. he put that gif on here. And he said, they told us Beanie Babies were going to be worth millions. <gasps> Instantly, I felt like, you goddamn it, who, who didn't try to get me, pull it over on my eyes? Who was, who did it? I felt like that. Because he made points was fucking made. They did tell us that. So shout out to them. That was a grand Beanie point. Babies. Yeah, it was a great point, you know. And I used to always be scared to touch, touch that little packet of silica gel that came with things because mm-hmm. I always felt like my fingers were going to fall off if I touched it. Ain't nothing <laughs> happened to me. I didn't tore the tag off the pillow, too, and ain't nobody came and got me for that either. Anyway, the second tweet and last that I want to highlight actually comes from my girl and yours, Rain of April, okay? Hey. April Rain. Oh, Shout Lord. April Rain. Oh, <laughs> Lord. April going to put. We, she posted a clip from the original commercial. You know how, how we were all introduced to Tyrese Gibson, the singer, yes. right? his uh, commercial years ago. Do, what was do, he doing do, in the do. commercial? There you go, friend. <laughs> and we got a little friend vocals this week. See how God keeps on the Lord in <laughs> eh, 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 us. Okay. but well, So mm-hmm. he was doing, in, in that clip, what was he doing, though, friend? He Literally, was walking he was into what? the bus, right? Uh-huh. Getting on a bus getting and a doing bus. what? And mm-hmm. singing. And he was singing. Yeah. Right? So April going to post the clip from that commercial, right, in her tweet. (laughs) And then she tweeted, we should have known then, and she put then in all caps, that Tyrese was going to be annoying and inappropriate. The universe always provides the signs. (laughs) Oh, my God. And as a person who's been in New York for ten plus years, okay, a motherfucker singing and 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 and, and crooning on public transportation. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. And even that, we could deal with. You know, like the show. That's a perform. We we enjoy that. that singing shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody. You be on your way home from work, school, somebody else's house. You you be on your way from somewhere. You don't need all that stress. Okay, you be wanting them to shut what's called the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. And for her to say that we knew then, we should have known then. Not with that clip, though. Annoying and inappropriate. <laughs> the universe always provides the sign. Oh, Ty- what did Tyrese do April. now? Oh, I don't Who even knows? What right? hasn't he done? Shoving his relationships in our goddamn face. Uh, uh, annoying. Always got something to say about everything, and his life is in a fucking vacuum tornado itself, imploding as we speak. And he always got an opinion about some shit, begging his bitches to come back after they done left his ass for dead. Every 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 time he annoys them, the way he annoys us. You want me to keep going? I got it. No. Shoving that daughter. What's his daughter's name? Shayla. Shoving that damn daughter down our face. Not Let her that go damn somewhere daughter. And play with some toys. And Read a book, watch a movie, watch some Babysitters oh. Club. Why we got it? Why we even need to know who she is, Tyrese? Anyway, so, so April before, was really... before we, wait, is that all? Are those all your tweets? Yeah, that's it. Just two, only, only two, only dose this week. <laughs> so mm. I wanted to um, make a quick announcement. So I will be yes. hosting a Hey Friend Hey Lounge 
I guess it'd be today by the time this episode comes out. I, with UNC Chapel Hill, shout out to what? UNC. I know, isn't that so cute? So for the Black Student Union, they contacted me and asked if I would host like a one hour, hey friend, hey, like a woosah lounge, they called it, where I can kind of tap in with the <laughs> students, <laughs> which is so cute, where I could tap in with the student body and just kind of make sure everybody's okay. You know, and I thought that that was like such an honor that they would uh, tap me for that. And, and trust just, you with that yeah, yeah to trust me like a virtual lounge at first i was like because eh, it's not like i'm a therapist i'm not licensed or certified but i realized it was deeper than that it's just really just a uh, holding space for conversation and um facilitating whatever needs to come out and just kind of making sure and tapping in with the students to let them know they're supported and offer any tips you know, like little mini wellness segments, I guess, customized one-on-one based on, on people's needs in the room. So if you are a UNC Chapel Hill student, they sent me uh, the way that you can register. So you have to RSVP on Heal Life. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure you do. It's H-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the event is titled Wusa Session with Hey Fran. Hey, it's um, tomorrow. Or today, Wednesday, from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And you must sign up with the with your PID if you are a UNC student. So I will see you there. I'm really excited. It's going to be super cute. Um, excited to just kind of see you guys really out. sounds really dope. Isn't that awesome, too, that the, the school would offer that? I think that that's really cool that they would even tap into our worlds to... Uh, yeah. For, yeah, you know, like the fact that we're on their radar... And they know that we'll connect to the students is like a really, I feel humbled and honored. So I'm excited about that. And thank you to UNC Chapel Hill for reaching out. And Naja Brown, specifically, who is the student who contacted me. So I will see y'all tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Excited to see Are our you gonna faces. Are you going to wear, a, um, gonna wear a, <laughs> uh, that baby blue? You know, UNC is that uh, baby blue Jordan shit, right? The light oh, blue man, I wish Jordan if I shit. had... North Carolina blue? I don't have no... The Maya jersey dress. You uh, need the jersey dress from Destiny. <laughs> you need the Maya. jersey dress. Yeah. Could you okay. imagine? And it's hot boy style. You, you, need, to, you need to wear that. You have to tell me yes. <laughs> Could you imagine me yes, dancing on yes. screen when the, when the thing comes on? No, I will not be doing yeah. that. But I... but i'll be excited to see you guys and and if you're those of you who are coming please turn your cameras on don't have me talking to it because it's virtual you know how people don't like turning their cameras on look asante just turn (laughs) right well it's awkward to like you know it's hard to create energy and connect if like you're staring at pictures and names so hopefully y'all feel vibey enough to come chill with me for real for real so you can I'll wear your bonnet yeah, yeah i'm you know we're gonna be chilling it's gonna be super chill so so no stress no pressure it's not gonna be recorded or anything so you don't have to worry about that but i will see you guys at 6 30 6 30 to 7 30 uh tomorrow wednesday the 28th so just wanted to put that out there and that's it this week's super episode dope. yeah i'm really excited about that this week's episode is a dustin ross production Woo! I didn't hear no claps. Woo! <laughs> like a little pomp and a little circumstance. Okay. We're going in cold, so let us you're know. You're going in going cold on. and you're going to come out hot, girl. Look at this mug, uh, by the way. Do you see what it says? <laughs> the magic is in the hole. 
to oh, buy it. Beautiful. It is genius. Then it's beautiful. pink. The magic is in the hole, and I'm drinking my. It's tea. pink. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Janelle Monet pink. Just had to show you. Well, to, for what it's worth, <laughs> they're all pink on the inside. Okay, here we go. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So this week, listen, I, I keep my ear to the streets. It's all about what the people want. This is a show that's called The Friend Zone. So it's a space of community. Okay. Mm. It's about giving our audience what they want. So damn it, we're going to the crime zone, y'all. It's a crime zone episode today. All right. Uh-oh. Look at the faces of excitement. Uh-oh. Faces of excitement. That is legit All right. my day. <laughs> That's right, you guys. I found something really, really special for us. Um that, you know, it fucked me up, so I know it's gonna fuck you guys oh, up. Boy. And you know, I, I believe in going above and beyond. So this is actually a story from across the pond. This is a, an international crime zone story, right? Okay, in it, I'm no. ready. yeah, yeah. We have uh, discussed domestic events prior uh, to this conversation. Today we're going on uh, overseas. So this story actually comes from an article that was written in the Guardian. You all are familiar with the Guardian mm-hmm. uh, by Kim Wilshire, and it was published on August 9th, twenty seventeen. Uh, the story that I used as a reference for this. So shout out to the garden, uh, the guardian. Listen to me, the garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna have somebody on 34th and 7th. <laughs> no, this is the guardian, you guys, the guardian. So the guardian tells us today about the strange case of Olivier Boudin and Lucien Perrault, hmm. a French pair who died at dinner, y'all. What? They died at dinner. Be careful who you break bread with. The okay. Fuck? At dinner. That's right. Special speculation, okay, about what caused these two men to die suddenly in Arthon du Perch, okay, gripped that town in France. So let's dig on in, shall we? I even lit a little incense. Look, I'm using Palo Santo incense. I even lit a little incense for story time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, since tell you this motherfucker like Badu. <laughs> All right. So on August 7th, 2017, y'all, right? There were two men who were enjoying a summer dinner of roasted beef and canned beans. Now, I want y'all to remember them motherfucking beans, okay? Because they're going to be important later. Roasted beef and canned beans. That's what they were eating, right? They dropped dead, okay, at dinner. This is in August of 2017 in Arthon du Perch, which is a French village. 
uh, and they found themselves at the center of what seemed to be a sinister minis- a sinister mystery, excuse me, that eventually gripped the whole country, y'all. So this is a this is a, a it had its hooks in. <laughs> you ever heard that song by the OJs when they be like, I guess you got your hooks in me. <laughs> y'all ever heard that song? The, the OJs got a song called Hooks in Me. That's what that's what the, the that story song. did. Yeah, baby. That's what the story did to these people, this community, okay? So, neither the body of Olivier Boudin, who was 38, right? And he was actually found lying on his back on the ground, okay? At the scene. This is at this dinner scene, right? So, neither his body or that of Lucien Perrault, who was 69. One was 38, the other was 69 years old, okay? And he was found sitting at the terrace table. They were eating on a terrace, okay? He was found sitting at the terrace table before a half-finished plate, okay? So the food wasn't even, food food's still hot on the plate, and this motherfucking dead, right? <laughs> so on the plate, there was some camembert. You guys, you guys, have you guys have camembert cheese? No. Camembert? What? Okay, well, remember, it's like a creamy, like, cheese that they eat over there. You know, French shit, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. Wee wee cheese cheese. <laughs> right. So the plate had some camember, uh, a partly eaten baguette, so a little bit of bread that he had munched on, you know. So to me, that mean it must have been stiff, because I ain't never ate a piece of, you know, munched on a piece of bread and not finished it in a dinner setting. Usually you complete the piece of, you complete, rather, the piece of bread, so... To me, that seemed like the bread was nasty, but that's my observation, maybe not even the truth. Um, and a glass of wine, right? But neither one of those two bodies, so Olivier's body nor Lucian, showed any signs of an attack or a fight. And there was no indication of a break-in or a robbery, right? So these motherfuckers just dead, right? They sitting at a dinner table on a terrace, which obviously, usually when you eat on a terrace like that, you know, and, and considering what they were eating, drinking wine, eating that fancy cheese, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of baguette bread may, may, may or may not have been dry and hard. But they were, you know, they were, they were that was a moment. That's a, a curated moment. Right. That ain't just eating dinner, you know what I'm saying? But there was no signs of attack, no signs of break-in or robbery, right? So, how, like, how did these motherfuckers end up dead at this table? Well, here's how it all went down. So wait, wait, wait. So, they're at a ho- They're at someone's house. One of their houses. They're at. They are at a house. Yes, they are. At I a misunderstood. House in, in I thought France. this was at, yeah, a I thought restaurant. They were at a restaurant. Yeah, I was like, yeah. they no, died no, no. at restaurant. Like what? No. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't been. I didn't had some bad food at a restaurant before, <laughs> but it ain't. It was. <laughs> It wasn't never this bad. Asante said that food, well, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna clown nobody's <laughs> restaurant. But at a very famous restaurant, Asante said the food was so salty he thought he was gonna be sitting at the table dead too. But uh Ooh, I remember which was which, a shocking to- which restaurant <clears throat> <laughs> Let me drink my tea. Anyway, uh so all right, so there no, so these motherfuckers basically were at uh a a, ter- a private terrace in a home in a, a village in northern France. Got okay, you. okay. Um, one again, Olivier Boudin. He was thirty eight. So the younger guy's name was Olivier. The older guy was sixty nine. His name was Lucien, right? So I'm gonna assume it was Lucien's house because. Yeah. You know. uh, do you want us to wait to the end before questions? Because I have a lot. No, of questions. you can ask questions as we go. Because I might okay, have the so same with damn question. With their age, did do you know the relationship yet, or they're well, just at this? We we, later on we find out that I get this isn't consequential to like the story or anything, but 
we find that um, a person in a restaurant in the area said that the two dined together and drank together regularly and were like father and son, quote unquote. Okay. Oh. That's what he said <laughs> to me. It sounded like, you know, I like you how know, you said yeah. like chalet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 A little it's sound like. gay to me. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, house, same. You know, two men. It's just gay. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's go. A little sugar so, papa, okay. Sugar papa. Papa, okay, we 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 we. You know, we we. But anyway, okay. So there was no indication of a break in or robbery. Now, mm-hmm. a neighbor actually spotted them at 6 a.m. on Thursday, August 3rd, right? Okay, so this is Thursday morning at 6 a.m. There's a neighbor who spots them. Remember, they were eating on the terrace, so they were at an outdoor area of the home. So it was some nosy neighbor walking past 6 in the morning, probably out exercising, um, and saw them on the thing but and noticed that they were, you know, still, that their bodies were still. And so the neighbor said that, uh, they assumed that they were sleeping off the effects of the boozy evening before and just left them to be. So True. obviously, remember, one of them too. was on the damn ground, though. Uh, <laughs> remember. Like. Remember. <laughs> again, this is how they were found. I forgot that part. Olivier, the 38-year-old, was lying on his back on the ground, and Lucian, the 69-year-old, was sitting at the table slumped over in front of a half-eaten plate of, plate of food. Remember, it was Camembert cheese and a dirty baguette of bread. <laughs> yeah, that he had half-eaten, girl. It's a, it was just, you know, he he's sitting there like this. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> he's right. And the other motherfucker laid out like he didn't spilt out a can on the floor. So I don't know, you know, what's going on. But apparently the neighbor, much like me, to me, the neighbor was the girl who JT was rapping about at the beginning of Act Up. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Cause you see the neighbor, she kept rolling. She said, "You know what? I ain't got nothing to do with it. Maybe they just sleeping off the night. I'm just gonna mind my mind my business, mind my business." What would y'all have done if you looked out your window and saw that scene in the terrace across from you? Mind my business. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm Shit. trying to think of like what the times were because. I feel like before it was like not cute, but they had more words for like being wine drunk and all that shit anyway. So maybe I would have looked at them and been like, oh, them motherfuckers having a good time over there Same. and went right back to what I was Same. doing. I would have been like, wow, they are plastered like a motherfucker and just closed my shades. This is New York City, first of all. How many bodies have you stepped over? I, I, I used to ride the F say. train at 169th Street in Queens. I didn't stepped over people in pools of blood. Okay, you hear me? <laughs> to get on the train and just yell, somebody down here, y'all! They need some help! And get on that train before the next one comes. Oh, if it was because New you York, mind your business. no one would ever have even called in for those bodies because... How they will literally man? take your body off the train just to keep the train moving. So if anything right. happens to you. so And thank you for that. Because you leave it up to me, his ass would have been sitting at the table just like this. <laughs> Now y'all, now those of you with visuals can see. <laughs> okay, that's it. That look slumped the fuck over, and I thought I would have thought they would sleep too. Anyway, so she kept it moving. Basically, homegirl was like, "My name Bennett. I ain't in it. My name Paul. That's between y'all." She kept it moving down the street at six a.m. Right? Oh shit! 
So uh, she assumed that it whatever. She said she told the local newspaper. She said at first I told myself they must have been pretty drunk to still be sleeping. Then when I saw Lucian sitting still at the table a bit later on, I thought it must have been an extremely drunken evening. She told the local newspaper. So at midday, remember the first time she seen the bodies, it was 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So at this point, she says midday, which is usually around somewhere between 12 and 3, right? So at midday, she said the same woman realized that the two men had not moved a muscle. Well, they hadn't moved more than just a muscle <laughs> if they was laying on the floor dead to the bed like that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, had not moved a muscle, and she tried without success to rouse them, only to discover that they both had died. So by this point... That's Nosy so Rosie was back on the street pounding the pavement again. I wonder what she is Jehovah's Witness because, you know, they be like knocking on people's doors, you know what I'm saying, two, three times a day like that, walking the same streets of the neighborhood. They will not be afraid to walk the crowded streets alone in Wait, but how did, outfit and cologne. But how did she hmm? rouse them? She got on their terrace? Yeah, they said she climbed up there. I guess the hoe used to be a, you know, a scammer hoe, like a robber <laughs> or something. So she knew how like to, how you know, scale the hell did she the get wall. to the terrace? She got up there. They said she, you know, she had a grappling hook in her purse, <laughs> in her coach bag, and she threw it out of there. <laughs> and then, you know, she climbed her way up on some Mission Impossible shit. They said when she pulled the hook out, she, you heard that song. <laughs> and she scaled that wall and got up there. <laughs> so got up there and found them dead bodies or whatever. She went to shaking and she went to shaking. <laughs> She went to shaking the shit out of him, and the motherfuckers was unresponsive. What know? a scene. She, oh, and it must yeah. have smelled and everything. That's, the, that's rough. You she probably went to nursing like school, and she, you know what I'm saying? Oh so she God. wasn't, you know, she was probably on her way leaving her husband anyway and went up there to shake them damn bodies because she had the skill set, okay, that she had learned. So when she got up there and basically the motherfuckers went move, she's like, oh, these niggas is dead, dead. You know what I'm saying? So she started yelling in the French uh, neighborhood, yo, son, niggas is dead, B. Yo, son, these motherfuckers is down. They dead, B. Yo. Like so she started be. yelling, right, yelling and shit, throwing French fries oh, everywhere because they was in France. So she's yelling <laughs> to the whole neighborhood that they dead or whatever. Um, and the police get involved at this point. So she called the police or whatever. And they come onto the onto the uh, terrace and start, you know, just taking in the scene or whatever. Of course. So they peep all the food and everything. And when they look at these motherfuckers, and remember, there was no forced entry. There was no, you know, scenes, no signs of struggle. And, you know, normally it's always like they usually talk about, you know, cuts in the skin that indicate a fight or right, whatever. Right. Or, you know, nail marks or teeth marks. You know, some of y'all are biters. So sometimes it'd be teeth marks, you know what I'm saying, in people. None of that was there. So they started inspecting everything on, like, the table or whatever. They thought that, remember I told y'all about that can of beans, right? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about them. So the police and the detectives said that the beans may have been contaminated with something. I guess there was something going around with, like, beans at the time or whatever. Stop And it. they thought that it would, yep, they thought it was contaminated and would bring on a swift and fatal case of botulism, right? which is a rare poisoning that's caused by toxins which are produced by bacteria. So all you nasty, don't clean the kitchen assholes that be leaving food out overnight and shit and leaving shit out for two and three days, talking about put a little water on it and put it in the microwave, you nasty motherfuckers that don't want to put the food up at night, you're going to get botulum. Botulum. You're nasty. (laughs) Okay? And so it, uh, it can occur in infants. 
It can be spread in food and it can infect wounds and it can be fatal and it definitely requires emergency medical care. So they was like, yo, Vitalism must have took these motherfuckers out because we don't Why see no busted windows. Why does that sound windows. sus to me? That sounds like Don't it sound sus? Like, I don't know. It sounds sus to me too, Fran, but apparently this was something that they really thought they could attribute this to. So the detectives, the ambulance people, you know what I'm saying? The maids, because it's France, so I just assume it was French maids walking around. <laughs> I'm just playing. But, like, the detectives and the police, the French police or whatever, they picked up all the food on the table, and they sent it off to a lab. What was the name of the lab? I had it in here. Oh, the Pasteur Institute in Paris, okay? They sent all the food off to Paris for analysis to see if they could find, like, you know, toxins, traces of anything yeah. like that or whatever. I've heard so, I've heard of botulism, but mm-hmm. I've heard of it um, with honey, but not mm. but with Apparently, because I remember a mom told me this, like if you you can't give honey to kids that are two and under because mm-hmm. apparently the cases of botulism are really high in that mm-hmm. age. They turn into a bee because <laughs> they don't be developed yet. So they start getting stingers and shit. You give a baby some honey, <laughs> that little motherfucker, you go to wiping their little ass and your hand get cut. You're like, what the hell? Hey, scrape something on your hand trying to clean their little the shit off their little back. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, you didn't split your hand open in half because you didn't give them honey. They turned into a little bee. That's a shame. That's why they say you shouldn't do that, friend. Get botulism in your baby. You start with a bee and your baby turn into one. Botulism. That's what it is. The source of foodborne botulism is often home canned foods that are low on acids, such as fruits, vegetables, and fish. However, the disease has also occurred from spicy peppers, foil wrapped baked potatoes, and oil infused with garlic. And you just died? Treatments are an antitoxin injection. Because the fact that they just croak like that, that's the part that's throwing me off because I didn't know botulism meant like you ingest it and then just croak. I thought it was like you just get hella fucking sick. I thought it was the name of Erica Badu's first album. (laughs) Botulism is a rare but potentially (laughs) fatal illness. Okay, so it's potentially fatal. It targets your nervous system and can lead to paralysis and respiratory failure. Wow. You see, I've always associated uh, botulism with, like, poison and death, though. Like, I've never, I don't know why I've never kind of, like, just associated with, like, oh, like, that bitch is, like, are they just sick? They just need to go get treated. Like, I just always thought, like, oh, they had botulism, they died? Like, Like, that's what I always thought. So when you said that, I was like, oh, them niggas, like, when you said botulism, I was like, oh, so they was poisoned, they was dead. But I initially hate the canned beans or the beans as a whole over in the UK as a staple anyway. So when you first That's said, watch up. out for the beans, I was not thinking that, but now you just give me another leg as to why I'm not touching them damn beans. Whenever I go back across <laughs> the First of all, who want to eat some baked beans for breakfast? I ain't trying to disrespect the UK and their culture. And shit, I'm not either. It, it probably no comes from years of whatever breakfast. Yeah. I remember when fine. we went to London and, yeah. We had we had some time before we could check into the hotel, so we were like, "Oh, let's just go grab some food at like a local eatery." And it was still time for breakfast because it was an early flight. Ooh, that's all we'll say. It looked like movie theater food. <laughs> it looked like it literally looked like we had got breakfast at a movie theater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like fries, baked beans, an egg, or what the fuck else was on there? Play. I was like, I need an it egg was McMuffin. Fries, baked beans, an egg. Was it toast? Toast. Was it like a sausage? 
maybe? I don't remember. Girl, I don't know what the hell yeah. it is. Botulism. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But we struggled with food the whole time. Really low key. We struggled. Every day. High yeah. key. High the high whole key. time we were there. That was rough. Every day. Yes. But. Very. Except for no that, remember when we got that chicken when we <laughs> on the rooftop? We, yeah, what was yeah, it called? Oh, oh, they Nando's. got Nando's because Nando's, mm-hmm. Nando's is the one. To, um, mostly lit, wasn't that the podcast? Yes. Mostly lit. Yes. Shout out to Mostly Lit, yeah, yes. Mostly Lit podcast that we collaborated with while we were out there, and they're the ones that took us to this rooftop to eat chicken. <laughs> they got us chicken. That chicken saved our soul. I'm yes, it did. You. We ain't that get that no <laughs> That's we made it really back. Funny. So yeah, so that's what they thought these motherfuckers had, I guess, because the way they the old boy was locked up and you know, pop lock and drop it on, down there on the floor that or whatever. They thought so the botulism scary. had just sat in his ass. You know what I'm saying? And he was just, you know, down there on the floor, like <laughs> locked up from all that botulism up in him from them damn beans. And they're sure but that this is what it was. Like that was the that's final. That's what they thought. They thought it. They thought it had to be botulism. They said, "Well, hell, we don't know what happened. Ain't no motherfucker. Ain't no broken glass and no footprints on the door. Ain't nobody kicked no door in. We don't know. We, ma'am, we don't, ma'am, we don't know what to tell you, ma'am. Botulism, ma'am. We're gonna test for botulism. That's what they was telling them. We just we calm down. We'll tell. We'll, we'll find out it's botulism. That's what they. That thought. That is so, so scary. And I'm now because I, I was oh, looking it up. Shit. It said twenty percent. Of botulism cases involve honey or corn syrup. Oh damn! That's fucking scary. <laughs> Especially because you know me, I be buying honey from farmers and all kinds of random places. So whatever. You better stop. Stop. <laughs> Word to DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. But you better stop. Drop that honey <laughs> and shut that down. Okay. That's what you better stop. Drop. That is so shut it down. scary. <laughs> Just like uh, old boy Lucian did, shit, or whoever, whichever one of them was on the floor like that, they stopped, they dropped that fork, and then their body went and shut them down right there on the floor, and that was it. So, it wasn't no botulism, though. So, the local, ma- the local mayor, you guys, Patrice Lerger, right, told journalists that the dinner scene literally looked as if time had suddenly stopped. So mm. it literally looked like one of them had dropped dead on the floor, and the other one, remember, was at the table. How was he doing, y'all? <laughs> over that damn plate all they seen was the crown of his motherfucking head when they got to that table dude <laughs> that was it so okay so detectives dispatched the beans along with the commember cheese the beef the bread and the wine all to the pasteur institute institute excuse me in paris for analysis but check this out y'all the test for botulism and all the food came back negative. Okay, see? See? Wow. See? I told, I told you it was a twist of time. I told you it was a twist of time. Okay, so it oh came back God, negative, right? Oh, my God, this is crazy. So, on Wednesday, right? Remember, all that shit took place on, like, that, um, excuse me, that Thursday. So, Still the following week on Wednesday... Back. After days of speculation, this thing had grown legs, and like they was talking about it all over France. Like everywhere you turn, people say, "We we beans, we we cheese, cheese, we we beans." That's what everybody was talking about in France. It was the talk of the talk of the country, right? So why Wednesday, right? That day, like no in the hell, like. Fast, no, no, listen, we beans. Okay, so (laughs) 
that next Wednesday, right, after days of motherfucking speculation across the country, the cause of the two deaths was revealed to be just a little bit more odd. Mm-mm. Okay? Uh-oh. Y'all ready for this? I'm, I'm going to wrap this thing up. This is short and sweet. We're going to get in and out this week, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Post mortems suggested that the older man, right now, remember the older man was Lucian. Mm-hmm. He was sixty nine years 69. old, which is also a number used to represent the act of oral 69. sex. Okay, <laughs> so uh, post mortem suggested that the older man, who had more than the legal amount of alcohol in his blood, okay, had choked after trying to swallow a 1.5-ounce piece of beef rib without chewing it properly. Reportedly, okay, so not all, so now we know what happened to him, right? He choked. Okay. But you know why? Look at Fran's face. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Reportedly due to him having several teeth missing. <laughs> What is happening right now? What? The motherfucker was so snaggletooth, right? That I guess he had to chew, like, you know. Yeah. You know, (laughs) move it around, you know, because it wasn't nothing up there. So he had to move it around to the sides of his mouth. And he choked on on a 1.5 ounce piece of this meat, right? The younger man, right? The younger man literally went into shock i guess when he saw old boy choking had a heart attack okay because he had a listen because he had a genetic heart condition and so when he saw his friends this this is this is a true story when he saw his friend choke and die he had a heart attack like he started the motherfucker went to tripping and that's when he just you know this is such bullshit (laughs) it just made that up 38 38 years old the motherfucker no. I'm telling y'all I'm Olivier, Olivier Boudin Homeboy had I'll missing pro- you can, teeth You can look it choked up Choked on beef His friend got so shocked That he had a heart attack The older nigga Had missing teeth Choked on a big ass Piece of nah. meat The young one Seen it His balls and stomach Dropped out of his goddamn ass <laughs> And he fell out On the floor You nah. know what I'm saying He had a heart attack Because he had a genetic Heart condition y'all This is a true story the cops He had a genetic like, Heart condition What can we write and down he, he had a well. Who was the so, cops? Tyler Perry. Because this is a story. When this, did you this say this happened? Back in 2017. Mm-hmm. He had a genetic heart condition and passed out from a heart attack, y'all. Nah. And and literally that's how he died. And so again, after the are y'all uh, seeing, after this are was y'all discovered, Dustin's Zoom name. <laughs> Just oh, been yeah. there. <laughs> been there. <laughs> I ain't had none of that bullshit, no botulism. But anyway, so after this, they, you know, during the investigation period, they talked to um, a, a local owner of this bistro called All Bone Coin. Um, and he said that the pair, that, like I told you earlier, they regularly dined and drank there together, and they were like father and son. And they said that um, locals told the La Parisienne newspaper that it was a quote-unquote stupid death, but they were reassured that the cause of the men's demise was finally known. And they said that these two people hadn't had any known enemies and led fairly simple, uh, relatively simple lives. And they were, quote, certainly not the sort of people to be picked off by the mafia, said one of the neighbors. So this was literally like a freak ass accident, death that it took them so long to investigate. And after they got the reports back, 
they were it was revealed that then this is a true story. I see you I see you being skeptical, friend. Okay, but this is a this is a true story. Listen, you got to take your time and make sure you chew your food. Your mom and them told you that when you was growing up. You got to take your time out. Now the old man choking, maybe, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then him dying and the young one dying from shock. It's just like what? No. If you seen you know your what? meal ticket, your you sugar daddy, let's call it what it is. I, if you seen the motherfucker that. that was financing you, okay? Well, no, okay, hold on. Your wait, sugar wait, daddy. Wait, wait, if you wait, see wait. your sugar daddy fall the fuck out in front of you and you watch your that's that's literally watching your life flash before your eyes. <laughs> Because everything, your whole sense of stability, all that. So if you already got a heart condition, that's enough to trigger me to be like, it's the big one, Elizabeth. I'm coming to join you. Like Fred Sanford used to say. That might take me out of here, too, if I'd be like, what am I going to do? The only reason that. that I'm buying the heart condition is because... That would make more sense to me why he's hanging out with this older man. Like, it was he like, maybe he had some more stuff going on with him. Like, that's the Lifetime movie that I'm thinking of because the old man died, like, choking, like you said, friend, like, fine. But, like, him right. having that heart attack, like, there has to be, like, more to their relationship or something for him to just go like that, too. Because, like, maybe he had to, like, really be in love and maybe it was really with that check, like Dustin's saying. But there is just something deep there, I guess, and beautiful to be said, you know, if it's not some crooked shit, about the fact that him and his fatherly figure died at the same damn time. Like, it was like, like I can't believe he's choking, like, and I can't help him. Like, oh, my God, like... I must go with him, I guess. I don't know. Like, that's crazy as hell. One of two things happen. Mm-hmm. Either this motherfucker, like I said, he watched his meal ticket, his sense of stability, and his livelihood be taken out of here right in front of his face, and he just, you know, he got overwhelmed he with it. anxiety. And literally, you know, because sometimes when you when you think about hard times ahead, that will take your legs out from underneath <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep it real with you. That'll take you down to the wooden, to the, it'll take you down to the floorboards, I'm telling you. <laughs> But uh, uh, so that might have happened. And then the other thing that might have happened is I think this is allegedly this is nowhere near the truth. Now, everything I reported thus far, has these are verifiable, you know, you know, facts on record. Mm -hmm. But I think that what another theory, right, allegedly is that this motherfucker might have been trying to kill this nigga Mm -hmm. right at the table or something like and got nervous. You know what I'm saying? Or anything. It could be anything because people. That, that are not normally, you know, like killers and murderers and shit. They flip out all the time when it gets close to the, you know, time of action, you know? And so maybe, like, he saw this motherfucker start gurg. You know, when people choke, they go, <laughs> you know, it's a traumatic, dra- <laughs> right. dramatic event, you know? And so maybe that just sent him into shock, and he got scared thinking about maybe getting caught or something like and that. Like and, like, panic like, to the point yeah, of death. Drop dead. And when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. <laughs> and maybe the clown was working fast. Maybe they had priority on the clown that day. Because that motherfucker dropped dead. But yes, y'all. That, that is, is the story officially of the, the two French weirdest fags. fucking story. Yeah. What? I'm just playing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just heard that wow. late. It came in late. Jeez. <laughs> oh, shit. I can say it. Shit. I'm just <laughs> Oh, that was a crazy shit. ass wow. fucking story. Wow! All right, you know? that is the French. So we went internationally, y'all. The that French was a little zone. bit of French wee wee for y'all. <laughs> Thank you. So moral of the story, I guess the takeaway is chew your food down, y'all. 
chew your food down. And if you can't chew it, you better have them cut it up like you used to when you was little and you go out to eat. Mama, can they cut my food up, please? <laughs> and yeah, the, the people cut your steak up in bits because otherwise you too might be down on the floor. Shit. Well. Thank you. Hmm. A nice warm story for you guys to make you feel warm and fuzzy and safe. We haven't Wonderful. had a crime zone in so long, so I'm actually glad. And it's so crazy that you you did that today because I was just telling someone this, the Reddit stories that we would share and like how wild they were. Mm-hmm. And I was literally mm-hmm. like, man, we have to do another one of those because we haven't done one. Yep. So that was perfect timing. Thank you, Dustin Ross. No <laughs> problem, y'all. Dustin. You're welcome. This is the Friend Zone. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Now let's bring in the wind chimes. Um, so, right? So, this past weekend was my birthday, and... My partner had happy belated birthday, thank girl. You. Yes, friend. Thank you for all the love. Blessed too. birthday, thank friend. Thank you. My 39th birthday last year in my 30s, which is bugged out. Um, but my partner, bless his wonderful soul, he got um, a massage therapist to come to the house and surprise me. And she gave me like a I mean, when I tell you, y'all know how I am about massages and just all that self-care body work. Yes. So when I saw her come in with the table, I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Like the door opens and it's this really lovely woman come in. Um, She was actually Navajo, which was so bomb to me. She had all these um, incredible tribal tats. She was just like really... Her hands were like medicinal. Like, I kid you not when I tell you that that was the best massage I have ever had in my life. To the point that I had to ask her, like, what is your training? Because I've never, of all the massage parlors and spas Mm -hmm. that we've been to in New York, nothing has come close. Um, But clearly, she just was talking to me about how intentional she is, you know, with her work and her hands are like literally blessed and she works a lot with women, like pregnant women, helping them with their birthing plans in hospitals and stuff. So that kind of made more sense, you know, like she had these sweet hands that just felt like home and really loving. And then I'll ask my partner, like, where on earth did you find <laughs> this woman? And he told yeah. me, yeah. Cause I'm like, I really legit have never had a massage like that. Um, and he told me that he found her on this app called Thumbtack. Have y'all ever heard of that app? I've never heard of it. So apparently no. it's an app for like licensed and certified professionals. And they have everything on there from if you're looking for a piano teacher, if you're looking for a massage therapist, a personal trainer. And these are all people that come to your home contractors i even saw they have magicians on there <laughs> like <laughs> which made me laugh because i was like okay this is the range 
But I've used a couple of those apps where, like, you have people come, like, you know, especially if I needed home improvement stuff. And I kid you not, most of the times it was so shitty. Like, I had one dude, mm. he was supposed to come to my house and put up um, curtain rods. Really simple. Busted a crazy hole in my wall that then I had to get, what do you call it, spackled and fixed. And it yeah. was like, it turned yeah. into a whole other beast of a project because he busted a hole. He what he was doing. Yeah. And then he had the nerve after he busted the hole to be like, oh, I'm over my time. <laughs> I looked at him like, so what are you saying? Like, that? can't you see why that is? Am I supposed to pay you for being over your time when you fucked my wall up? So I haven't had the best experiences, so I tend to not really um, use those apps for people Fuck coming to like your that, house. Yeah, yeah and it, even as a woman, especially, um, being that I was living alone, yeah. you, you got to be a little a little different in how you allow little, yeah. different people cautious, coming to the yeah. house, you know, move a little different, be cautious. But with this, I, I did appreciate that the people are like certified, licensed. Like you look, and these are not just people that just signed up for the app to get, you know, some some side coin because they just mm -hmm. needed it. Like these are people, this is what they do. These are their crafts. You can see all their certifications. So it just feels different because the way she felt, I was like, this is next level. So I was like, I have to tell people about this app because I have literally never heard of it. Um, once again, that's yes. Thumbtack, T-H-U-M-B-T-A-C-K, for licensed, certified local professionals in your area. And they have everything. They even have wedding planners, landscapers, personal trainers that come to your house, contractors for whatever you need fixed, plumbers, tutors for your kids. Um, but I do want to shout out the massage therapist. Her name is Lynn Aker Massage. That's L-Y-N-N. A-K-E-R, Massage, and she's based out of Portland, Oregon. She is a 16-year professional, and I felt that in her hands. <laughs> mm. She does 60 to 90-minute massages, deep tissue and sports massages, and legit. And even her, her Instagram, I'll actually list it because I can't remember it right now, but I'll list it. I'm pretty sure it was Lynn Aker Massage, like the same thing that I, I spelled out. And you can hit her up there, um, but obviously hit her up in the app because that's more professional. And that's if you're based out of Portland, Oregon. Tell her that, hey, friend, hey, sent you. And let me tell you, especially if you want to do this for yourself, have someone come in while you're home. You know, especially with COVID, a lot of the spas are shut down. So this is a nice way to get your full body massage in your house, comfort of your home. Um, she's very clean and nice. She came with her sanitizer, her gloves, like mask on the whole time. Um, really sweet personality. So much fun. She actually gave me a lot of advice too about, um, you know, being a person of color living in Portland, Oregon, and just, she gave me advice on neighborhoods to stay away from <laughs> neighborhoods mm -hmm. that I should, you know, take a look at. So it was cool. She just felt like a friend. So Lynn Aker Massage. And then once again, the Thumbtack app for licensed, certified local professionals. Those are people that you can clearly trust. And I wanted to put that into the, into your awareness because I kid you not, I'm still like over the moon about this, y'all. You don't understand. She It felt like yeah. she melted muscles and stress and tension that I've had in my holding in my body for months. Because think about it. We've been in this pandemic 
I haven't had yeah. a massage in like a year and a half for any type of body work. So she kind of just got in there, melted all those knots, and I walked out of there and went straight to sleep. Straight to sleep. She took off like 40 years off of my life. So thank you, Lynn Aker. Thank you to my partner for being so emotionally intelligent mm -hmm. <laughs> and wonderful. And you know, we stay in great customer service right? over here. Yeah, friends, man. So. I just really and was she like, she sounds like she can fight. Oh, she can fight. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, she sounds like she can fight. She sounds like she was on some like know the home. lay of the land. You know what I'm saying? Know everybody in the hood. She like yeah, she man. Like she was her. so freaking cool. I actually told her I was like, "You're gonna be my first friend when I'm here," and she was like, "I'm <laughs> down." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, we we hang out, and then you give me a massage, and then we hang out again. <laughs> Link up, you know. Link up. But I had to put that out there. Shout out to you. Shout out to uh, the app, and definitely check that out if you're looking for some professionals to come handle some business that you might. And need. low key, friend, it also sounds like a great option for people who may have been displaced from their regular place of yes. business working in that industry. Like, yeah, it's a great place said. to you know register your service. Yeah. Perfectly said, especially so. those of you that maybe were in an office setting and they got mm -hmm. shut down or now you're working remotely and maybe this is a service you that could that totally of, yeah, yeah integrate into your business. I love that. Thank you, Dustin. So yeah. Thumbtack app, whether you're looking for a service or whether you want to provide one, definitely check that out. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? All right. Well, before I actually, what I want to do is I want to get y'all ready. So go ahead and get y'all music ready. I want to start the listens lately first. And then I want to do a couple of, uh, I want to talk about a couple music things and then just parlay it on over in the TV. Like, ooh. I just had to show that off real quick for those of you who can see us. So y'all know that when I suggest something, I'm really suggesting it. This is the the journals that we talked about, the Be Rooted Co. Shout out to Jasmine Foster, the Black Business of the Week a few months back. Look at this, just to prove to y'all. You see all the written pages? This is mm -hmm. what I use to prep friend zone. So just I seen some cuss words in there too. <laughs> you fan in pages. I seen some say fuck that shit on the page. <laughs> you are hilarious. But sorry, go ahead and talk there. Oh, no, 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 no. It's actually going to be about you guys first. So I'm going to get to you guys and do the, your listens lately first. And then I want to do some like music news to parlay us into TV land. So it'll be something short, sweet, and quick. So, Fran, you know I always have to start with you. And I know you've been traveling and been enjoying your birthday. Yeah. You got any anthems for us or any feel-good songs? And Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, which... Uh, streaming service do you use? You use Spotify, right? I do use Spotify. I have Apple Music, and but I don't. I, for some reason, I'm just drawn to Spotify more. I think it's like the interface, the playlists, the way that it puts together the new music radar, the songs that you would like. Like, I just, it fits me better. What about you, Dustin? What streaming service do you use? Um, Pornhub, or <laughs> usually my Vidster, or. No, um, usually, generally Apple Music, um, but I have I subscribe to Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify. Um, she's I'll be on freaky. SoundCloud, hell, yeah, she's freaky. Right. Um, 
blacked.com. Black. You know what I'm saying? All those things. Yo, why y'all playing though? Why I tweeted the other night, I was so upset. I was like, OnlyFans and Just for Fans, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves for not having developed an app. It's been a whole pandemic. Like, what's going on? Wait. And shout out to Just for Fans. OnlyFans yeah, didn't have I, an I, app? No, but just for fans, they tweeted me back and they were like, um, well, the reason that we don't have an app is because Apple iOS don't allow, uh, you know, adult app. So blame them. Duh. And I was like, well, damn, just for fans, like my bad. But, you know, I had to shout them right back out and be like, well, you know, at least y'all show us the numbers because, you know, they show the runtime and videos and stuff on their site. So I had to shout out just for fans at some point. So thank you for reminding damn, me. Damn, that's low key anyway. unfair that Apple has a monopoly on who can have apps. Yo, like, the, the you know fact what I'm that saying? they get like, to decide, like, oh no, your company can't have an app. Like, that's kind of wild. Well, with them decriminalizing sex work, maybe it'll become a bigger conversation and we can get the app that we deserve. Because mm-hmm. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah that's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I had to ask quickly what <laughs> I had to ask what music streaming apps use very quickly because um, I use I use various apps for different things. Well, various music streaming apps for different things. Like Spotify is my go to for music, but I don't know what it is. Title is just my go to. Well, you know, YouTube is too, but Title is my go to for when I want to watch musical videos, performances, mm, visuals. Like I do remember uh, that about Title. They have great exclusives too. Yeah, great Their exclusives. Content uh, is a one. I love the little you know the mastering you know. I like to play my music loud, so I do hear a difference when I'm playing some loud title shit versus some loud uh, other streaming services. Mm. But I had to just start a little mini conversation about what streaming service uh, you use because people, I used to subscribe only to one, the one uh, Apple, but because I needed to branch out, I wanted to branch out because Apple low key made me upset because I, thinking back in music history, they fucked up the original like libraries. Like they took away the fact that we were keeping physical music and got rid of pretty much bootlegs and parlayed those out, out the door. But since those bootlegs are gone and we're in this new era, I wanted to just kind of open the conversation to people on different streaming services. And don't say you got to subscribe to just one if you got the money like that. And some of them are free any damn way. Uh, so back to you, friend. I want to know what you found uh, or what you've been playing, what you've been listening to. You know what I'm about to play, right, y'all? I already know what you about to play. Baby. God forgive me because the meaning of this song is terrible. But the video really got me because I don't know where these kids are from. I don't even know who these kids are. But the video was so fucking funny. And it's called Who I Smoke. And it's a lot of people on it. Whopper with the chopper. Fast money goon. <laughs> Young Gein Ace and Spinner Benz. <laughs> I sound like the only motherfucking auntie. And this is how it goes. Hey. 
When I see you, I'ma push your shit back, boy. Chopper get to spin through your set, we don't fight, boy. 12 paramedics couldn't save your fucking life, boy. Rod can't dead and he never coming back, boy. We gon' treat this bitch like a match, how we strike, boy. Left his ass in the street, this the end of your life, boy. Left thing your ass, see a flashlight and it's mic, boy. These niggas soft as hell, all these niggas, they just act hard. I'ma shoot this bitch when I motherfucking see you. I don't go nowhere without my motherfucking heat, cool. Smoking on Love Peter, I was smoking Trey D, too. Free my nigga Max till they motherfucking free you. Knock a nigga out, boy, you can get your ass beat, too. Look, hoe, you tripping, baby girl, I don't need you. You can walk a thousand miles and I still don't want to see you. I got the whole city scared, these niggas know what we do. Now, here's my question for y'all. Do y'all think that Vanessa Carlton approved this sample? <laughs> yes. You really think she heard? Her team heard that song. Yeah. He said, when I see you, I'm going to put you... Really? Yep, she down like that. <laughs> she's this song she's is happy so to violent. see her song continue to rotate in the black community. <laughs> I don't know why in the black community we Love keep perpetuating Vanessa song. Carlton, but she is yeah. happy to see another day on the front lines. So That's there the is. white version of When I See You by Fantasia. <laughs> Especially because this clip was blowing up before the damn, uh, what's the one? Natasha Bedingfield just had her little season. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's still continuing past Natasha Bedingfield uh, approving of hers being remade and doing the challenge and showing everybody mm-hmm. she had all that jelly. Goddamn. That wagon. But and here we are. See, but uh, there's an artist too named Fulio, and he has a similar flip that he did like. With with uh, Fantasia's When I See You. Actually, I'm going to play it. This is how it goes. Kenyatta and Trevon Buller tells news for Jax that the two brothers were out with Royale Smith and Jacoby Grover Tuesday night celebrating Smith's birthday when the celebration turned to tragedy. Police say the men were all riding together in this car on Town Center Parkway. People in another car that pulled up beside them started shooting at them. Flying through the 12, I don't see nobody outside. It's a boy, you don't get no rep off doing drive-bys. Ace from the west, how he clicked up with the east side. He ain't been the same since he seen them other three die. I'm too three high, bitch, say your goodbye. Get up on a business like a suit in a bow tie. Like them boys block up like the 4th of July. They got caught lacking the whole world, want to know why. <laughs> when not to eat on his birthday, four shot, three dead in the worst way. Damn. He kept this in on me. Now we smoking 23. <laughs> you always on my mind. Always on my mind. When I ride through the east side, I want to see you. See. When I see you. When I, when I, when I. You always on my mind. You always on my mind. Right now, Melvin with that iron. I don't see you. I don't see you. Get there like two, three, when two. I, when I, when Happy I. So it's interesting that these songs are so violent. It's <laughs> so sad. And then they pick. Vanessa Carlton and Fantasia as the samples. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. These yes, young kids are so it. interesting to me. I swear. Like, do you think those young kids really know that song? Because <laughs> they, they mamas just... play it. That's why. Yeah. Something catchy. It... There was there was a memory there, but a right? distant. They probably I guess, just got that newly... from white chicks. Um yeah. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> what's playing? Okay. All right, those are my only two. Just because I was fascinated. I was like, what is going on? This is such a violent song <laughs> in the video, um, in the golf course. And they was like. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I'm sorry. They 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 looked good. They they were spitting killer. Like, it was a win for me. Literally. I, <laughs> like, 
the them young men they have very very bright futures ahead you know the the one in the highlighter he was giving you know new school like quavo sway lee type vibes you know what i'm saying Do everybody who had a little swag Do y'all about know any of the rappers i didn't have a clue any of those young men not one that's so fascinating i, I, I couldn't recognize age, we were just like oh okay I couldn't recognize a name, a letter, a chain, nothing. Yeah, I it recognized was all... the hit when I heard it. Yeah, that, that was song it. Was good. That was undeniable. He said, "You could yes. walk a thousand miles. I still don't want to see you." <laughs> 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 but that's it. That's it for me. All right, Dustin Ross. What about you? What you been listening to? So shout out to Moneybag Yo, the Gangsta's hey. Pain album. I listened to the whole thing. Right. I did. Hear I could play songs, but I ain't even finna do all that. But I am going to play a song by a girl named Mona Leo called Beating Down Your Block. Mona Leo, M O N A L E O. Yep. Next up, we got Shoot My Shot from IDK and Offset. Oh, I fucked with IDK. Hey, 24 7, I'm a real one. I ain't got no money problems, I ain't got no children. Dodging baby mama drama, whoop, that's a close one. Ass like a host, but her face like she hosts some. Uh, whole food shopping, and she work out every day, you know them news popping. Stomach going apple cider vinegar, she do something to me. Good sex, got you thinking me and you something. Thought it was, hey, thought it was, thought it was. Four fives, two tens, that's a dub, that's a dub. Said she just graduated, I'm in love, I'm in love. Said she like to do the lounge, she don't fuck with the clubs. My tight, my tight, like sweetie, my tight, like piggy. If the head right, I'm there all night. Like easy when I see it, I'ma hit it on sight. Like Kendrick Lamar, we gon' be off when I used to shoot my shot. You a matrix. Now you reappear, but I hate tricks. Look, nobody likes a fake hoe, which love who I am, not my bank roll, but I'm up, so that is not realistic. And Offset versus the shit on there, too. So shout out to IDK and Offset. That song is um, The next song I'm going to play, <sighs> which one should I give y'all? Should we go old school or should we go new school? Fuck it, we'll go old school because I, I was waxing about a vine all week on a Twitter. Um, I love Avant. I love Avant's music. So this song, I'm not even going to qualify it with the name of the artist. Just fucking listen. Listen, baby. Sometimes I know I be playing, but set aside the bullshit. I'm a grown ass man. What yeah. you to understand? Yeah. That I love the fuck 
Can I hit it from the back or put your ass in the book? Screaming, shout it, what's up? Sorry, fucking the what? what? We ain't got nothing to discuss. I'm simply trying to bust us. The temperature's rising. We're reaching the bed. Your eyes begin to roll in the back of your head. Banking head boys, the loud noise, the sound of you screaming. Turns me on, cause it sounds like you singing. Saying my name constantly, saying that it keep fucking me. Get it how you want it, long as you keep loving it. Put your thing down, boom, the bedroom, do it right. And it just might be a long night. All right, now be quiet. You don't want them to hear us outside. Let I like the phone, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's a xylophone. All right. Okay. Shout out to Avant. So that was Yin Yang Twins and Avant Bedroom Boom, a classic. That's all I got for y'all this week, son. Now, what Guan Asante? <laughs> all right. Well, what Guan? Uh, <laughs> really quickly, I want to just point you back to a song because I did a very good job of not being ADD this episode. Um, since Dustin. Gave us this French murder mystery Well double mystery uh, I would like to point you really quickly Back to a song by Megan Thee Stallion Called Freak Nasty uh, It was uh, a very very wild time A great time And I just love this song I'm running through your nigga house like the Tomb Raider. You gotta pass around, nigga. He a hot potato. I told him, eat it or get out. That's your ultimatum. But stop licking my pussy hard. That shit aggravating. Uh, he ain't mine. I just let him eat me out from time to time. Call it pussy booty tang. Cause I got the runny kind. He can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listen. Free, 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 nasty. Go a couple of rounds, see that dick up in the casket. I ain't wanna take the nigga from you. It just happened. You know I ain't come, boy. Hit the head to ass. Okay, the reason I didn't play the part, but the reason that I thought of that song the entire time is because there's a line in there where she goes, Parlez-vous Francais, tell my pussy, hey, ooh la la, uh, fancy top, head in a beret. So I just had to, that's what I thought about. And I didn't do it the entire episode, so I was very proud of myself. So I had to just quickly rewind to that. Uh, because we are talking about Megan Thee Stallion and because I was talking about, you know, streaming services earlier, just to bring another point full circle for myself, um, Megan Thee Stallion... You know, she dropped her album earlier this year and well, at the top of this year, at the end of last year, it don't matter. The album is still going strong <laughs> because Megan Thee Stallion knows how to keep it fresh. Um, <laughs> you said what? So what is time? What is time? <laughs> yeah, it literally like it's all bleeding and I'm just trying so hard to remember where I am and be grounded. But fuck all that. Anyway, so good news she gave us and she's still continuing to deliver the good news. Megan has... Dropped a video for a movie with Lil Durk. Uh, I first watched it on Tidal. Megan is always winning for me. I, I just, I, I'm not going to play the song. You just need to go watch the I video. I love this song. This was one of my this favorites the, when the album this, first came out. This was my shit. I love this This was song. definitely one of Dustin's top picks, number ones. He said that he wanted something. For, he wanted more for it. Here's more. She's giving me more. I'm loving it. Thank you so much, Megan The Stallion. Um, old catalog still hits, but I know that there are some sore spots there, girl. So keep pushing forward. We still rocking with you. Hotties forever. Uh, hottie for life. Uh, because I'm talking about female rap, I want to quickly talk about, because I don't necessarily know if I want to play the music yet, but I want to talk about um, artists that I discussed on here before. Uh, everybody knows that I love Gucci Mane. I have a, an affinity for 1017, the whole lifestyle, the label, everything about Gucci Mane is all I'm watching. Uh, earlier, I talked about, or well, before rather, I talked about him having a, fe a girl group, the So Icy Girls. 
The artist on So I See Girls, they're a duo. They're called Enchanting and K Shade. Now, the reason that I'm talking about them again is because uh, K, the letter K, and then Shade, S-H-I-D-A-Y. So I don't know what Shade is, but it's it's the name. So K Shade and Enchanting. Uh, the reason I service. (laughs) (laughs) I knew he was looking for the joke. I almost spit my tea out too. The reason that I'm talking about them is because early on I said I didn't really know what it was about them that was signed. But one of the things about being or, or why they were signed, I'm being honest. Like I just was like looking at them like y'all got to give me something more to understand why y'all is Can't here. Can't y'all see it like stitched on the front of them polo shirts? Shaday staffing services. <laughs> so so what I will say envelope for your check stub, Shaday staffing services. He's trying to keep going. He's gonna staff. He's gonna. He's gonna staff the. He's gonna staff the podcast if it's the last thing he does. Um, K Shade and uh, Enchanting. I didn't look up where they are separately, but Enchanting. They have two different styles. Enchanting has like this whisper style. She just raps like this. It's almost like she don't give a fuck. And so initially, it's almost like. Like, when I first heard them, I was like, okay, so do you really want to do this? Or are you just bored <laughs> trying this? But I don't know do what it is. Do you want to do this? Do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. It very much had me questioning. Like, I, for a second, I want to be like, are you okay? But, like, really what it is, I felt, well, the, the aura that I really feel like I'm getting from Enchanting, the really quiet, uh, laid-back one is, she's just a nigga. Like, she's just a, a hard-boned nigga that likes to smoke. And she's just giving you the laxest of verses and raps that you'll ever have. And sometimes there's, like, a really like hot line in there, but you just got to really roll with it. So I, these young ladies, they're still developing. The reason that I decided to discuss them is because I was watching one of the videos and K Shaday, uh, the other one, she, <laughs> she started rapping and she was actually like spitting about something. And then she started to lose me. But then apparently I was with somebody else and it was like, it just got harder for me. Cause she started doing the, like, uh, you know, when people start doing alliteration and it's a little corny, she was like, if Peter Piper picked a pack up, but like, I don't remember what the fuck she finished it with. And I was like, all right, now here we, here we go where we're being a little like, why are we doing this? But it was hot to some other. So what I will say is so icy girls, there is something of value there. I haven't heard the hot song for myself as of yet. So go check them out if you care and go see if there's something that you, you care to see because they do, they, they putting out looks. It's just a matter of, are they going to so icy girls? Like Fran, maybe you're going to hear a song and be like, I don't know how you missed this one because <laughs> they have a whole, like they, they have just, projects out already. They don't have projects out, but they have, uh, they have at least three or four videos out and they've got some singles out. And I think they even have some songs out separately. Like Keisha Day, I know she put out um like a freestyle or something. And um yeah, Enchanting, she got a song out with uh, Big Scar, I believe. Like, so the 1017 artists, they working. So I, I saw on Twitter people saying that, damn, Gucci dropped them already, but they still rocking they, uh, they chains and they still putting out music. So... Let's see. Let's see what Gucci saw. That's that's what I'm trying to do. Cause I really, you know, that's what I really care about. Gucci but I dropped them already. Damn. Wh- double homicide. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. You... Oh my god. <laughs> no, no. Weren't those girls kicking? <laughs> but you know what? Wait. You know what? Gucci dropped them. I'm so sorry that I'm coughing so much this episode, y'all. 
don't no, know what's no, going on no. with me, but <laughs> look, girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so no, sorry. No. I know that must be Gucci so didn't drop them, but people on the internet were saying that they were dropped because we didn't see or hear anything oh, about them for a while. Because it was like me. he put out the compilation, they were on it. There was like maybe one or two songs out there. Uh, they did like a single. Uh, each of them had like a solo song. You didn't know if it was a diss to the other, but then they put oh. out music again together. So what? it was like. Right. It was a, it was a little shaky history, but I don't know if those songs were about each other or if they were trying to separately come for other rap bitches and then put music together. I don't know. I don't know, but I am still watching because I'm interested. I'm always interested. That's where I'm getting at. I'm looking always got to see. And the reason that I'm interested because people are like, well, why do you care about these random bitches? Well, there are so many <laughs> random niggas that we allow to get away with whatever. So I really be caring about the bitches because I just be How like you like their music. Right. Yeah, like I, I do. And like and like I said, I love the 1017 lifestyle. So, you know, I just got to really see what's going on with the ladies that's on the roster. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure they got the looks, the touch, you know, the, the words, the bars, the production, all that. But Dustin is taking me to a direction that I was not going to go in. But I think I'm actually going to just rap our latest and rap. Oh, actually, no. I'm going to play one song and then I'm going to get out of here um, in a completely different direction than we've been going there's an artist named Jean Vier, uh, Genevieve. Wow. Jean Vier is a girl I went to high school with, but maybe she pronounces it this way because we've been talking about friendship. Uh, Genevieve is the name of this artist. I don't actually know where she's from. She might not be French, but the name of this song is Baby Powder. I've been listening to it. It's the shit. And here it is. That's Genevieve with a J. Uh, that song is called Baby Powder. She said like she's a... been through some shit in life. <laughs> I mean, hey. You hear how she was saying, you will make it You hear how she was still vocals. I was like, I love a painful, tinged vocal. I love that shit. You know, that's my, you. And she was singing from her. You know, she was pushing. <laughs> I like that. Go on. What's her name? Genevieve. Genevieve. <laughs> I like her, man. Uh, since yeah, the, I since that. I felt like the theme was French, I went and I felt like her name, you know, fit the bill. So that's Genevieve Baby Powder. Um, because I spoke at K Camp or K Shade earlier, I wanted to also shout out K Camp, rather, <laughs> who has a song out with PNB Rock. PNB <laughs> I don't know Rock. what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been under that motherfucker, ain't he? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> the PNB was under the rock for the past. <laughs> well. <laughs> he, 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 he's that out. Where, that's where he got that the name from. So Y'all seen PNB under the rock? <laughs> just, that's where damn. they started calling him PNB Rock because oh, he was geez. always under that bitch. <laughs> well, damn it. Well, damn it. He's out on top of the rock now because this track is called "Life Has Changed." Okay. Uh, so <laughs> K Camp PNB Rock, life has changed. And maybe he's gonna tell you where he's been. Oh boy. Y'all <laughs> My whole life has changed 
doubles and that I got rich. I done came through, I pulled up with some shit. Diamonds on wrist. My whole life has turned. When the rats came through, that's when she knew. I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. That's so crazy that's how these get. youngins are sampling our music. Ain't that something? Like, these yeah, are their oldies. I mean, these are their oldies for them. Like, that's crazy to me. My God, we're old. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why, but it just, it, it's a bop. <laughs> I, I heard it, and at first I was like, is this? And I was like, but it's PNB rock. And then, you know, I started shimmying, you know, just a little bit of that. If it's a hit, it's a hit. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Very quickly, I want to play this one last song. And this song is going to just literally parlay us into TV land segment. But I'm not saying he has to talk about any of, of what I'm doing. But <laughs> Jocelyn Hernandez, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you have Some to play. What's the name of that song? <laughs> I know you're not to, uh, uh, Night of Your Life. Or what's the name of the song? She dropped a new song? <laughs> Well, Unfortunately, it's music attached to her show. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Time of your life. What's that song called? Because they play it. Every, they they played it on episode. <laughs> you don't know which one I'm gonna play. But as Dustin's saying on Jocelyn's show, she. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get through Live this. Your best life. Live your best life. That's the name of the song. <laughs> no. If you don't play I'm it, I'm going to play it. Live your best life. Play no. it. Live your best life. Live your best life. Live your Wait, best life. Wait, she sings the theme to her own show? <laughs> yes, so really? she does and most of the, the music they put, first. They put the lower third in the corner of the video. Like, Remember when, when they would play music videos back in the day and it'd be like the, the artist, the song, the album, the record right, label? Right, right. They actually put that in the lower third, in the corner of the screen what does it say? when they're playing the music. <laughs> it says, Live Your Best Life, Jocelyn Hernandez. <laughs> you want to hear it? I, I do. Play. I actually no, do. No, no. God, wait. wait. You want to hear it, friend? <laughs> oh, God. That's... The listeners and I would love to. <laughs> you are. Tell me that you want it, that you need it, how bad you really want it. What, what, how bad you really want it. Tripping on me, acting like I can't give a fuck where your dick be. I ain't tripping on you. I want you to live it up. Want you to be a G, nigga. Please put that thick in me. Do it right in me. Do it like it's my B day. Do it like it's my B day, baby. Do it like it's my B day. Do it like it's my B day. Do it like it's my B day. 
catch Jocelyn's Cabaret Season 2, Atlanta, on Zeus, on the mobile app and their website, Zeus.com. You can subscribe. It is worth it. It is worth it. That's it for the Music Man. On the last episode. <laughs> That, that's it for the music man segment <laughs> Dust Ross please just take it like perfect segue what can I even do it for? <laughs> you better produce Asante so you know um, oh god Jocelyn has returned for season two of season two. her show Jocelyn's Cabaret uh, the first season took place in Miami Florida and it aired originally on the Zeus uh, network app and website but now it is actually airing on WeTV on cable. So if you have okay. WeTV, you can watch that first season. Um, but the second season actually just premiered last week. There are two episodes up right now. The episodes released weekly um, on the Zeus app and on the Zeus website, Zeus.com. So you can subscribe. I think it's only like four or five bucks a month. Tons of trash content that we love on there. Yes, um, they have followed the formula that Flavor Flav used and New York used, where you have the multiple contestants come into the house and compete for the love of one person. Chance from um, Chance and Real from VH1 from I Love New York. Chance actually has a show on there where he has women competing for his love. On, New York Chance. came and reappeared. Yeah, New York appeared on there. Several reasons to watch. And also, mm -hmm. another gem is uncensored. So when the girls be cussing each other out, there are no beeps and no censoring. You hear the words. Yes. Um, but Jocelyn's Cabaret, as the namesake sta states, rather, or conveys, it's built around the idea of a cabaret show. So these girls are quite often in cabaret costumes. Sometimes they're stripping. Their titties are out, ass all out. It's just literally like unrated adult television, and it's great. So... Watch that and live your best life. Live your best life. Baby boy, why you chipping on me? Like I give a fuck where your dick be. You need to watch the show. <laughs> now, so that's Jocelyn's cabaret. Jocelyn, and may there's I? There's so many. Oh, yeah. The girl asked her mate. She kept saying, Jocelyn, may I? While this other girl was insulting her. And Jocelyn never answered. But Jocelyn thought that the girl was asking, may she, you know, could she speak? But she was at saying, may I, so that she could start beating this girl's ass. And boy, did she ever. Mm. I mean, she, I haven't seen nobody hit nobody that hard in the face in a long time. And she literally, she, you know what? She didn't even hit the girl. She clocked her. You remember mm. back in the day, like, she clocked her upside the head. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what she did. So watch the show. Now, <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta Reunion, season 13, part one, came on this Ooh. week. Oh. Um, the set was beautifully themed. Shout out to their set designers, their set design team. Um, they did a beautiful job turning the set into a burlesque, quote unquote, dungeon. So there were like strip poles, um, lace wallpaper, red lighting, and a lot of the costumes from the episode that really kind of built this season of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, season 13. That episode was built around a bachelorette party that Candy Burris threw for Cynthia Bailey. Mm. And she themed it to Candy's Dungeon, the Welcome to the Dungeon tour that she successfully toured all over the country Sweet. with. Um, and so the set was themed to that. The ladies looked beautiful. They were supposed to wear all black and a, a dungeon-esque, you know, sexy kind of theme. Fifty Shades of Grey-esque theme. Candy Burris took that and ran with it since it was built around something connected to her. And she actually wore a latex number, mm. um, very reminiscent of Dita Von Teese with the hair, the whole rolled under bangs and the curls. And, you know, like the 50s um, and she had a, yeah, 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 yes. Um, she had a collar on her legs were out and she had Rico Chappelle. Shout out to Rico Chappelle, a designer in Atlanta. He um, designed her a custom like 
cape skirt thing that went behind it. So it was really dope. What I want to bring to your attention, though, because we could talk about what happened on the show, but I kind of feel like that lives there for you and me to see, as we wish. So you can catch that on the Bravo app, the Bravo website. Um, there are several other sites like Mr. World, <coughs> Mr. World Premiere.tv where you can find um, full episodes of these shows. But what lives online that most people don't know about is Candy Burris's Speak On It After Show, okay? And this is a fully produced sit-down talk show, essentially, that this week um, we actually find out she has registered to her brand, her company, Candy Coated Entertainment. Okay. So this is a big thing. It's a inter- It lives on the internet. In a recent interview, she said that she was not, it, because it's wildly popular, right? And on the mm-hmm. in a recent interview, she said that she was not interested in pitching it to a network because the beauty, the, the, the heart and soul, the integrity of the show is that people come on there and speak freely. They can say whatever they want, right. you know, un, un, uh, centered, unobstructed, um, uninhibited. They can just speak freely. And so every Sunday this season, she's released it. It started as just an after show for The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She would give her thoughts on the episode, reflect on it, um, give uh, uh, insight into things that we may not have known behind the scenes info, um, things that they did not show, things that didn't make it to the final cut of the episode. She would reveal them in that speak on its setting. So this week, um, she usually invites someone from the show. Like if that episode centered around, let's say, Cynthia Bailey that week, she'll have Cynthia Bailey come on the show and they'll have a conversation about the show. So it's a perfect, the ultimate after show, right? This week, Candy was interviewed by Don Juan, um, who we all know is her right-hand man. He's the general oh, manager of Candy Coated Entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, they were just having a conversation about the this episode of The Reunion, this installment, rather, excuse me, of The mm-hmm. Reunion, part one. <clears throat> well, they also spent a lot of time uncovering um, an issue that kind of made it to the news recently that involved Portia Williams, Candy Burris, and Kenya Moore, and NeNe Leakes, Okay. There were a couple other people who were involved in this story. So um, we all know that last summer, you know, there was a a very visible um, um, spike in awareness and in expression of support for the Black Lives Matter movement. We all know what happened with George Floyd. We watched his murder. um, And thankfully, we just were witness to the conviction of the murderer for that. So full circle moment. But during that time last year, networks, brands, companies, um, people who are supported by revenue, by dollars, that by spending dollars, you know, that the American public spends, they all kind of wanted to be on the right side of that uh, situation and express their support for Black Lives Matter and kind of, you know, do the right thing. Well, this was also an opportunity for a lot of television shows that cater to a black audience, you know, to kind of pay back, you know what I mean, what the black audience and black community had given to them. And a lot of cast members from certain reality shows and and just other black-centered television programming were kind of asking for, you know, that support from the powers that be. So recently we know, now I'm not going to go into detail because Candy did enough of that for all of us in This Week Speak on it, but recently there was a lot of scuttlebutt and conversation about an article that the New York Times and Vulture put out um last week or new york magazine and vulture put out last week right 
um, where they talked about um, Bravo, the network, um, their support of the brown girls on the network. Um, they were actually on set at the reunion. They took some stunning photography of the ladies that day. Um, and in that conversation, in that article, um, it was revealed that there was a scene that was deleted from this year, early on, where Candy Burris had confronted Portia Williams over a group text that NeNe Leakes had leaked to a blogger mm. who then went on to share this with the world, where, <clears throat> where Portia, NeNe, um, everybody who was a part of season 12 was a part of this group message, right? We do know that Nini and Eva Marcel ended up not being parts of season 13. But during this conversation, this was last summer, um, and they were a part of this group message, but they were expressing their disdain for the fact that Candy had sent a very detailed email to the network, to Bravo, asking for um, black-owned production companies to be approved to do physical production for Bravo shows, mm. you know, to be on the approved list of production crews to do that type of work. She asked for spots to be reserved for black students from HBCUs for a PAGE program and for internship programs within the network. The PAGE program was an accelerated program where people kind of grew within the network in, into and were groomed for executive positions. She asked for spots for that to be held for people of color she asked for um so many that's so detailed so many equitable opportunities for people that really would you know give power to to blacks and within the network and it was revealed nene leaks leaked a group text to a blogger that revealed that portia and herself really didn't they weren't too happy about that and they felt like candy had you know now it didn't make sense for them to go to the network because there would be confusion and so they were just going to ask for a donation and they were kind of talking shit about the fact that candy went to the network with them right there's lots of details and it's a very delicate tricky situation because portia asked for the so candy confronted portia about that on camera early in the season and the scene was thereafter removed because oh. portia told the network that she had a greater responsibility to represent um, the black, the work that was being done by celebrities who are using their visibility to advance the Black Lives Matter movement and that messaging. And she did not want an argument to be attached to that in any way and her and be aired on screen on camera for the world to see. She felt like it was counterproductive and it wasn't a good look, you know, for black people to be on TV arguing about the Black Lives Matter movement, which made sense when you heard it. But we and she was saying how Candy hadn't cleared it up and all this other stuff and how she really wanted it to be clear that that's what happened. Well, once Candy spoke on it this week in her speak on it video, <coughs> she let us know that that is not what happened. She let us know that she did confront Portia on camera, but it wasn't centered around Black Lives Matter. It was simply centered around the fact that there was a conversation going on between Portia and Nene talking shit, being shady about her. She said she purposely left out the Black Lives Matter component. And what happened was, as they were having this conversation, Kenya Moore joined the conversation. And, of course, you all know her and Portia have a long, years-long history of not getting along. They've even had a physical fight. Um, And so it kind of turned into an argument where Kenya said that Portia, you know, was trying to block Candy from making advancement. We all know that Portia's 
you know, main image and presence in the media as of late has been centered around her work, her activism, her um, work for social justice issues and criminal justice, more specifically the criminal justice section of the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Right. Whereas Candy was kind of looking for, like I said, equitable opportunities and actual line items, tech, you know, demands of inclusion within the network. And Kenya felt like Portia was trying to remove that because she wanted her whole image and her presentation this season on the show to be centered around her work in social justice and her social justice efforts. Right. And she didn't want Candy to be positioned as someone who was also doing that work. We know Candy went on to um, ask the network to produce uh, and air a televised special on the black lives matter movement and had all of their black Bravo liberties as they're called participate in this conversation about race in America Fantastic gripping special is a two-part special produced by Candy that they aired on television. Um, all of the ladies did their own thing. Marlo had a PSA aired, all these other things. But Candy offered so much context to that conversation that really shone a light on, or shine, excuse me, a light on a lot of parts of, of the show that we don't get to see and offer context to some things that production really cut out of this season that did not make the story as cohesive and easy to follow. So I share that lengthy uh, Mm. uh, rant with you so that you can be motivated to go to Candy's YouTube page. It's Candy Online and watch the speak on it. It's a two part video um, from or there are two videos. It's a two part speak on it this week. Um, It says speak on it with Mistress Angel. That was her nickname in the dungeon, quote unquote, on the show. But parts one and two, watch those and Tweet us at Pod with your thoughts if you are a person who follows the show and are aware of this conversation regarding Portia Williams and the Black Lives Matter movement and Candy Burris because we did not see a huge event and a huge conversation that really built a lot of the things that we saw play out later on in the show. And Portia has now become vocal in the media about it. And we really didn't get Candy's perspective until today. And based on what I learned from her, I understand what Candy was saying and what she was trying to accomplish and what she did um, a lot more. And I think it's something that is worth consideration for you all, too. So I can't watch Candy speak watch. on it. And I'm that is all for the TV Land segment this week. Mm-hmm. I watched the entire And congratulations to the Oscar weeks. winners, too. That's it. Yes. <laughs> what were you saying? You watched what? You watched it? I watched all of Candy speak on it up until uh, this most recent one isn't I, it isn't it uh, it's, it's almost as good as the damn show like it's better yeah. than the show sometimes honestly if you if you want to be real like bravo's chat room has nothing on speak on it like i don't know if speak like if they try to develop that as an answer to or what but i love speak chat room it, but speak on it is, is where it goes down that's where yeah, you get like, the real information right. like i want her to, to do speak on it for like other shows and shit like low-key i want her to have monique come on speak on it after she didn't just drop her Ooh. little uh <laughs> her little binder tales or whatever but yes speak on it is the shit so i definitely will be tuning into those episodes that was amazing dustin thank you for that that's it for me this week you guys two quick things happy birthday to our brother xavier delo happy birthday yes. XDZ. XD. and congratulations to crystal and kid fury that their comedy album with Issa ray has been announced <laughs> 
I was I I was telling Crystal that I have first dibs as her date to the Grammys when they win. So <laughs> when they win, yes. And we will both be styled by Law Roach. So I'm just saying yep. that, putting that into the ether because that's how things manifest. So <laughs> yep, they're gonna win a Grammy. Y'all. They're absolutely gonna win a Grammy, and it's gonna be exciting to see that because this is the last thing they <laughs> expected, and it's gonna happen, and that's how life works. So Fucking congratulations amazing. to our siblings and happy birthday to XD. And with that being said, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.